Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I am bringing you an interview with Dr. Matt Roberts, and he is our MPI Mastery Spotlight this month, and we're going to dive into a lot of great information. You know, this one with the spotlights, with the MPI Spotlights, it's fun because we don't necessarily have a very distinct topic. We topic. We just know that this doc is doing some really good things in the uh, profession, in their community, and, and they just have a very good practice and they're doing it the right way. That's kind of the MPI's guidelines when we decided to do this was to uh, cherry pick the doctors that are just doing really good stuff in their community and, and doing it the right way, clinically, ethically, um, just building a, a nice practice and that's why we we picked Dr. Matthew Roberts for this particular episode but it really ended up taking a a turn into discussing uh, going from being an associate slash independent contractor uh, either or uh, into owning your own practice uh, becoming an owner having an associate um, how to communicate with your um, say let's call it boss um, when when that chance uh, arises that you may leave, uh, vice versa, if you're the practice owner, how to communicate with your associate and just being on the same page with things. And we, uh, I thought, took this in a really nice direction. A lot of great insights from Dr. Matt Roberts, and uh, he's uh, uh, an easy person to talk to. We we did go to the same chiropractic school. We knew each other in school. He was uh, either a couple tries or a year older, but was an MPI rep and uh, was always a source of uh, humor, knowledge, and help when I was a student. So it was nice to touch base because we hadn't since uh, since then. So it's been over probably 15, 16 years since then. So it's been nice to touch base. And so uh, here is my interview with Dr. Matt Roberts, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Welcome to the show, Matt. I really appreciate your time today. I'm excited to be able to interview you. I, I know we knew each other from school. We ran in the same circles. We were part of MPI club and that's what our call is today is a MPI mastery spotlight. So welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally and we'll go from there. Kevin, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, definitely ran in the MPI circles, was a, was a rep there at Logan College and uh, have been kind of altering my practice from being sort of an independent contractor associate for about eight years. And then within the last seven years, I have transitioned to opening my own practice uh, and, and kind of building my own practice in that sense. Been married uh, to my wife for 18 years now and have twin daughters and I've converted from kind of a football basketball, baseball guy to all of a sudden uh, a soccer guy because that's what my daughters are into. So it's, it's been pretty fun. Nice. How old are they? I got twins and they are 11. All oh, right. That's a fun age. We just had our first child, a boy. So I'll stick with uh, baseball, golf, and, and football. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, was, I was shocked. That was one thing where, of course, they picked the one sport that, uh, that I never played and, and really didn't have interest in. But it's been neat watching them, uh, you know, just develop. And, and I actually got a chance to work with 
a professional soccer team there for a while when they were at my old practice. Um, so I, I, I've gained a respect for the sport. That's for sure. That's great. That's great. And so, you know, obviously, uh, I, I hated golf forever and now I love it. So you can, you can change, right? We can <laughs> transition sports and uh, we could also transition in our career like you did. And, and that's what we wanted to focus on today was kind of that, what it looks like from working for someone, you know, whether it's an independent contractor or associateship and then opening up your, your own practice. So um, my first question regarding that is, um, how far did you end up moving away from the other practice? Uh, actually, it was, it's quite a bit. I mean, it's probably about 50 miles, um, you know, so it was, it was quite a bit uh, away from where I was. Uh, I did not do the thing where, you know, work with someone or for someone and, and move down the street uh, and, and try, to, try to take patients away from that office. I had a great experience where I was at. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, uh, you know, things change. I mean, like I told you, I had twins yep. um, and, and, you know, things change as you, as you move along in your career. And I knew eventually I wanted to own my own practice. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought originally that the, the practice that I was in, that I would probably purchase that practice, but it just, just didn't turn out that way. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I wanted to kind of set the distance standpoint just to make sure because there's, there's different uh, situations. Like I left the practice, I was in a partnership and I went outside the non-compete, but I still was in a distance that I had a a decent amount of patience um, end up finding me and coming to, to see me. Whereas 50 miles, you basically had to start from scratch. It sounds like. Pretty much, but I had, uh, you know, it's funny. People will follow you mm-hmm. uh, even a long distance. Uh, of course, not the majority of my patients, but like I said, I did leave a good situation. So when I left my practice, I pretty much referred all of my patients to the two doctors that were in in the office where I left uh, because I trusted those guys. And uh, again, left in a good good note. But uh, it was a it was kind of a unique situation because I actually worked in two different offices at once. Okay. And, uh, tell me, yeah, tell us about that a little bit. So I started in I started in basically in South Dayton and it's a, actually a very nice area, very affluent, um, growing. And I was there and and you know, I was busy. But to be honest with you, I started as a as an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. Yet I was underneath a building of a guy who had been there for twenty years. Um, so I, I we shared staff. We shared uh, my rent kind of covered all the like the, the therapy suite. And so I didn't have to buy STEM units. I bought my own tables. Um, so it was really kind of a hybrid associateship slash independent contractor. Uh, so as I was there, um, you know, trying to, it was, it was a smaller community and trying to, uh, Dr. Brown was a guy I worked with and uh, you know, he was well, well known in the area. Uh, Cause like I said, he's a good doctor, good chiropractor. So I did struggle a little bit with, uh, with kind of developing my own practice. And obviously back then it was, it was all grassroots. So um Believe it or not, uh, sounds crazy, but I even went, uh, I went door to door mm-hmm. um, in, in some of the neighborhoods to introduce myself because we even struggled with having a, we had problems with some zoning, build a new building, uh-huh. couldn't get a sign. That's tough for a new doctor. Uh-huh. Uh, wasn't so tough for Dr. Brown because he could just tell his patients where he was going to be, but for me, I struggled. So I, I did things that you talk about a humbling experience, uh, you know, going door to door. 
you, you get the door slammed in your face some, but then also uh, at times, you know, people were really, they really respected the fact like that I was out doing that. Um, but, you know, you have to do what you have to do. So I, I was there for a little, you know, for three, about three years. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I was busy, but not as busy as I wanted to be. Didn't have kids at that time. So it's like, I could work as much as I wanted, as late as I wanted. I could do all the marketing I wanted. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, I ended up contacting my uncle, which is near my hometown. Uh, he's been in practice for over 50 years now, I think. I mean, oh, wow. he's, yeah, he's been in practice a long time. And he wasn't using his office on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So that's where, and that's the, that's the town that I'm in now. So they were quite a ways apart. Um, so I was started working there Tuesdays and Thursdays and some Saturdays. So I was basically working six days a week. Uh, and that's kind of how I transitioned and ended, ended up becoming very busy on those two and a half days. And uh, the rest is history there. Yeah, you know, that's an that's a interesting way of transitioning. And, and that kind of happened for me a little bit different because I was in a partnership, but my partnership um, allowed me to open up another practice outside of the non-compete. Um, it didn't make my my ex-partner thrilled when I presented that to him, but he had his own practice that he owned 100%. So I was like, I'll own mine 100%. You know, I, I think I was like 15 miles down the road and then we'll own this other one, uh, Havsies there basically. Uh, but it didn't really, it wasn't something he wanted to, to do. Uh, so we worked out a, a buyout. So he bought me out, but there was definitely a transition for like over a year where I was working six days a week as well. And I was <laughs> building up the Boca Raton office, getting, um, you know, low overhead. I was renting a room from an orthopedic office. I was still getting paid to run and treat patients in the main. This was in Plantation, Florida, which is like Fort Lauderdale area. And so I was getting paid to do that. And it allowed me to build up the new office without all the stress of overhead and having to, to feed myself because I was getting paid over there. And then I got the buyout. So it was a really nice transition for me. And it sounds like yours was uh, similar, different, but, but definitely similar. Yeah, I was really trying to figure out um, where where do I want to be kind of for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that obviously includes your spouse, you know, their input as well, probably more than than my own mm-hmm. uh, input that that, you know, that in your ear is definitely something that you have to listen to. And uh, so as I worked in that, uh, those two offices, I really uh, started, like I say, to get busy, uh, because people knew me from my hometown. I, where I'm at now, we joked in emails about it being a rural area and, you know, Cowtown, Ohio. And, you know, and that was a huge difference. People who, when I did kind of move back here, they were shocked because they're like, well, you were in South Dayton where there's all this money and everything. And now you moved to Preble County, Ohio. And it's, it's, you know, definitely not the same socioeconomic status and everything, but you know, I do think that if you if you go to the place where you want to be, and you put everything into it, it doesn't matter what type of people are there. You you will grow your practice if you work at it. I you I know? agree with that for sure. Now, did you? So at the time when you moved the press, let me let me rephrase that. When you opened up this second satellite location, were you living in South Dayton and then driving there? I was actually kind of in between. Okay. Uh, so it was, it was not ideal for either situation. Gotcha. Yeah. Because honestly, I really wanted to be, I know a lot of docs don't want to be and live where they practice, 
I was the opposite. I wanted to be live and be where I practiced because I wanted to be involved in the community. I wanted my, you know, I, I wanted to be close to, so that when I had a family, uh, you know, I, I wasn't on the road traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, that was a, that was a big decision in my move to Eaton, Ohio was that we, we eventually, we moved this way. Um, and so now we live in the community the you know and i'm no longer in my so i transitioned from two different doctors where you know that i really respect and my uncle uh and then also dr brown at the other office Uh, and so neither one of them i don't think were totally uh thrilled that i didn't buy the practice or go you know but Mm -hmm. i was up front and honest with them through the through the whole process um and and like i said so i was in a meeting to cover high school football as a team doctor Mm-hmm. And the way that I got in that meeting is that I'm a, I'm a certified athletic trainer as well. So that opened the door for that opportunity. And uh, as I was in that conversation, one of my, one of my concerns was, is I worked in South Dayton on Fridays to get back for the football games, Friday nights to cover. I told him I was going to maybe be difficult. Mm-hmm. So during that conversation, someone within the medical facility that I'm at now, which is part of a hospital system and everything said, well, why don't you have an office at the medical center? Ah. I was, <laughs> I said, well, I didn't know that was a possibility. And she said, well, why not? I said, I guess I never thought of it. Mm-hmm. And literally from there, that's when, you know, a few emails later, uh, some conversations with, uh, the, the hospital system, um, now that I'm in a, you know, a multidisciplinary facility, uh, we're all separate offices, but uh, I was signing some contracts and building out an office in, uh, in the medical center and it's, it's grown and now it has an emergency department. We have the, all of the imaging, PT, uh, family practice, all, and then also specialties all in one spot. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our sponsor, Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years, and we've worked hand-in-hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do search engine optimization. There's so much to it, and she does a great job. If you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. You just have to have this type of stuff done for you. There's just no way around it. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results and your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review today. I want to take a second to talk about a company that I really respect. These guys are great. I've known them personally, and they just have a high standard in our profession, and that is ChiroUp. ChiroUp is an online platform designed by chiropractors, doctors Tim Bertelsmith and Brandon Steele. I've personally worked with these guys before. They've spoken all around the world, teaching best practices for a variety of conditions. And about five years ago, they finally put together an idea that we've all already had. ChiroUp is an online platform that holds up-to-date protocols for over 100 conditions that we treat. The information in these protocols is then used 
to create take-home reports for our patients in literally four clicks, and they are 100% evidence-based. But the most refreshing thing about ChiroUp is that their mission is built on advancing the standard and reputation of chiropractic care, and that's something I know I can get behind. If you haven't checked them out yet, stop what you're doing now, go to their website, and set up an account. First-time subscribers can get 15% off their monthly subscription with the code CHRISTY15. That's CHRISTY15 for 15% off your monthly subscription. Get started, and you can thank me later. That's great. And there's like three things that you just talked about that I want to kind of chime in on a little bit, and I won't uh, take up too much of the volume here. But uh, one of the things was living where you practice. I, I think it's a, a big benefit. I've I've done, I feel like I've done everything in my career. I've had a lot of situations. But um, when I did open up the Boca Raton office, I lived in downtown Fort Lauderdale, which is about a 40-minute drive. I was successful in, in growing the new office. It, it definitely was challenging. Uh, and then I made it a point throughout the years to end up in Boca Raton. And we just recently bought a house like five minutes from my office. And, you know, it's, it was tricky. Congrats on that. Yeah, thank you. It was, it, was, it was exciting. And it was tricky because Boca Raton, kind of like South Dayton, is an affluent area. Uh, Boca is like a really – kind of high net worth area, which is great for my practice, but it's not great for the cost of living. And, and so we definitely paid a premium for the house, but I just looked at it this way, you know, with, with our first child here, we want to have another one. If, if, if we just get involved in this community for 20 years, 25 years with the kids growing up, um, I feel like the difference in the amount of money we paid for the house will pay for itself in just business, right? I think it's a, it definitely helps your practice. Would you agree with that since you've, with your experience? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, when you buy your first house, everyone tells you, you know, it's like the best investment, biggest investment, one of the best investments you can make. And then I had to make the decision uh, because when we decided to kind of move, uh, and everything that was right around close to some of the crash, you know, with the, with the market. So when my best investment that I ever made there now I had to write a check to sell my house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was, that was a dagger, but on the other end, the place that we have now, you know, the value of it, uh, it has went skyrocketed. So I, I just think the other thing is I would leave the office energized, feeling good about my day. But then after a 45-minute drive home, uh, especially in the winter in, in Ohio here where it gets dark at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it seems Depress like. Depressing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get home and, I'm, and all that energy is gone. And so I think even something as simple as coming home and eating lunch um, is, is invaluable, not to mention the, the obvious things like being in the community, being seen in the community. And, and you know, there's something about like, uh, you know, founders of companies and things investing in their company. Same thing being in the community where you, where you uh, practice, people see that you are invested in the community and you're not going to, you're not, you're not leaving if you're, if you're rooted here and your kids are in school and everything else. I, I agree. And I know it's not a reality for everybody. There are obviously a lot of different circumstances, but uh, if you can make it happen, it does have a value to it for sure. So the next thing I wanted to touch on that you brought up was, um, 
it seemed like you navigated tricky situations with um, really good communication. And I think that's a key, and I'll have you speak to it on a sec in a second, but I feel like that's a key between any of these uh, associate owner type of, or even independent contractor owner um, relationships is that there has to be communication because we, you know, as an owner, I can't expect the associate to stay with us forever. We'd love it, but but your goal really is to develop them as a as a practitioner and even as a as a person to the point where they are good enough to to leave you, but also you'd love for them to stay if that happens to work out. But I think having proper communication along the way, both ways, you know, owner to the associate and associate to the the owner, um, allows for proper growth and um, potentially an, an exit. So can you speak to that a little bit? Definitely. I, I would say this. I learned a lot of what to do and what not to do when I was an independent contractor slash associate. Um, and, and I mean that in the most sincere way because uh, I've tried to incorporate that with, like I told you, I built my practice. Now I have an associate underneath my, you know, underneath me now mm -hmm. at my office. Um, and I want him to stay. He's great. Um, I've tried to build him up, but we've also tried to keep that line of communication open to where when there are issues or problems, uh, those are put out there. I, like I said, I tried to be very open with, and, and it's tough situations. I, I really, to be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't really want to leave uh, my patients in Bellbrook. I, I enjoy, and I didn't want to leave Dr. Brown, but uh, with, with the situation that it was and where I saw my, my future going and a vision of what I had for my practice, um, you know, it, it, I had to just be honest with them. So I, I definitely think, you have to keep the lines of communication open because if you don't, it, it, that stuff gets buried, 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 and then it will surface. And that's when there's bigger issues and you've got, uh, you know, as a, as an owner of a practice, you realize your staff, uh, you don't want to lose your staff. And, and with that, an associate or anyone working with you as part of your staff. So when those things don't get taken care of, it, it creates bigger problems. It does. And you know, I think when you have proper communication, it lends itself to a couple things. You know, if you're the owner and there's really good communication and it doesn't come to a, as a shock, if the person does move on, maybe there's a little bit longer of a notice, right? Instead of a, a week or two, it's a month or two months, you know, like something like that can really help a transition out as well. And then on the on the flip side, right? Like my, the, the chiropractor that I got my first job with, I worked for him for about a year and a half. He's still my mentor and we talk frequently and I, and I, I really value that relationship because it ended on good terms. That was the same with me. I still, I still uh, speak with, with my mentors and uh, with both my uncle, obviously, and then, and Dr. Brown. And it's been, like you said, it's invaluable because they've been through it. And then They've, you know, they, I think uh, as the, as the wounds healed a little bit, uh, it, uh, it actually made the relationship a little bit stronger. And I don't mean like bad wounds, just like, you know, disappointment, right? Yep. There's, mm -hmm. cause when, when they, when he, uh, I actually went to his office, I, I would, did my internship uh, through athletic training at, at that office. And then he built that office while I was in school and, and proposed for me to come in. And that was, you know, I took that to Mark King <laughs> Mark King sat down with my wife and I, mm -hmm. Uh, I remember in St. Louis and, and went through all of that. So, uh, you know, it, it was, it was something that was kind of in the plans and for it to, 
to not happen. It was disappointing for mm-hmm. both of us, but yet, uh, you know, now it, it's great because we can look back and, and I can call him, I could call him right now and say, Hey, I've got a, I've got a patient with, with this going on. What do you think? And, and he would be all over it to help me. I actually remember being jealous of the situation you had coming out of school. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might've been a, either a year or at least a couple of tries ahead of me. And I remember uh, chatting with you about the opportunity. And I remember even Mark talking about how good of an opportunity it was. And at that point I had nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I better get on the ball here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you've done okay for yourself. Yeah, it worked out. I got you know, forcing us the wall, you know, <laughs> That's right. um, all right, cool. I wanted to touch on one more thing as well, because you mentioned your current associate and, and trying to build him up. Uh, what have you found to be a, a difference in the scenario? Cause earlier you mentioned it, it being a struggle to build your practice in the scenario you were in. And then now having your own practice and having the associate and you're trying to build him up. What are some of the things you're finding that are, that is working in that scenario where you're trying to help the associate grow his practice? Okay. Well, I, I will say this. I'm competitive by nature. I'm a, I'm a sports guy. So mm-hmm. I've always been very competitive, which can be a really positive thing and it can be a negative thing. And what I mean by that is, you know, I actually had to get over myself a little bit um, when I brought in my associate Mm -hmm. because guess what? Patients weren't being referred to him. They were being referred to me, but yet he was seeing a lot of those. And, uh, you know, initially I'm going, wait a minute, those are my patients. Uh, You know, you speak with, again, I'll I'll bring up Mark, you know, Mark always says, uh, you know, you want your associate to steal patients from you. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the whole goal. And so, you know, with that being said, I learned that you have to help them to develop and you got to teach them uh, ways with, with also letting them be their own doctor because everyone's different, right? I think that is very important is that you don't want to clone of yourself because you want to be able to provide patients with things that you can't do. Everyone has different tools that they can use. Um, But I think the other thing that was very fortunate is just the situation that I had built at that medical center. Um, I've developed relationships with all of the physicians within that, uh, within the medical center. And guess what? They refer patients and they refer patients to Preble County chiropractic, not just Dr. Matt Roberts. Mm -hmm. So now I was able to, you know, introduce uh, my associate and, and then they're, they're still willing, obviously you do a good job on them. They'll still send patients. So that's been key as well in helping to feed his practice um, and not be so possessive of patients, uh, but do whatever's best for the patient and then get them in as quick as possible. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you hundred percent. That's something that we've worked on a lot with my current associate and he's done a great job. He's a really good doctor, really good communicator, and it's been easier. Uh, but you know, I'm down to treating patients just Mondays and Thursdays. So we had to really make sure that on the other days, patients were okay seeing a different doctor and and it's been good he's certified in a lot of the same stuff he's got a couple that i don't um he definitely gets some artistic freedom right of of what he can do as a clinician and um it's worked out we've had to change some of our uh, marketing messaging or things of that nature and definitely staff training right like getting our front desk to um, let patients know that 
the do doctors do the same techniques and same trainings and follow the same strategies, blah, 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 and try to get them to see him. And, th and that's been my goal is, is how do I get patients to see him? And if they, they don't want to come back to me, I look at that as a win. It, it, early on, it can, you know, it can be an ego thing, right? Yep. Absolutely. That's what I was saying. I mean, I'm yeah. competitive. So, so that's kind of a thing where I, I you got to realize like you, you can't be competitive uh, in that sense in your own office, you can be competitive to try and be the best. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I, like I said, I I've, I've changed, I've changed a lot in that sense to where, you know, the win is, is like you said, when they, when they want to go see the other guy, because you've obviously helped develop them and uh, hopefully, you know, help them to get the training they need and that they, and, and the opportunity to, uh, to treat those patients. So it's, it's great. So you're basically saying you're like a diva wide receiver for Ohio state. Oh man, there is no divas for Ohio state, man. Okay. They're all studs. <laughs> okay. Okay. just checking. Uh, but, but you know, it's also, it's kind of like when you own your own practice, you can say, you know, I want us to be the best practice. And if, you don't hire a great associate you hire a, a run of the mill one, your practice, which is, you know, what you've spent so much time building up is not going to be the best. So why would you not want a great chiropractor at your side? That's willing to, um, you know, patients are willing to see, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, that, that's, that's one of the keys. It's like, we are trying to build, even though we're a small community, we're still trying to build a brand. Yep. Right. So trying to build that brand of, of, Hey, these are the guys to go to uh, because they know what they're doing for sports, for, for just general population, for everything that, you know, for nutrition, you need to go to these guys. Um, and, and you can't, you can't say, Oh, what's well, only Dr. Roberts. It's only, and it's funny because I, I really kind of promoted my name when I first started building the practice because people knew me in the area from, way back when my parents live here in the area, my in-laws live in the area. So people knew the name. So I really actually promoted just kind of who I was. And now it's switched to like, look, I, I don't want to promote my name. I want to promote Preble County Chiropractic as the place to go. Yep. That's, that's a key distinction. So, and it's, it's everything from, you know, website stuff to marketing to meeting with people and, and really getting them to send to a, a place, not a person uh, within reason. Obviously, as doctors, attorneys, certain professionals, uh, you have to have a level of expertise, but uh, great. And I, I wanted to transition to one more topic, which was something that you're obviously very experienced with uh, getting to listen to you talk right now. And that is renting from a facility uh, that's kind of like you said, I think you said a hospital group. Um, is a hospital group, is that correct? Yeah, it's it's yep. through Kettering Health Network, yes. Perfect, yeah. And so there's like, for me, when I open up my office, I rented from an orthopedic group. And then I've, before that, I was inside of a gym that I rented from that had a lot going on. There's different ways this can look like, but I think overall it can be a, a phenomenal way when done right low overhead, start a practice, build it up and be able to get people referring. I still get referred from the orthopedic group consistently because of that relationship. I was with them for a few years and then I purchased my own spot. But yeah, it's talk about that a little bit because I think it's a great way for some docs to just get their business started without having to take out some huge loan, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that I had kicked around uh, building my own office uh, in town, actually building it from the from the ground up, um, and like I said, in a in a 
meeting over a being a the doc for a high school local small high school football team that's when i got the opportunity to go to go into the facility and like you said for one you don't have the huge startup cost Mm -hmm. um and and then two it was a built-in network for me because no matter what um those docs in there as i got to know them they're definitely not going to refer outside of the building Mm -hmm as long as I do a good job, right? You're right. I mean, and honestly, they'll want me out of there. I think this is the first time that this hospital system has had a chiropractor um, within the system. I don't know of any of the other, they have a lot of these satellite facilities. This is not the main hospital. These are satellite facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think I'm the only chiropractor uh, that is within this, this system, but it has worked out well because most of the doctors are DOs, but none of them want to do any manipulation or adjusting. So, but they do believe in it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, been a, it's been really, uh, you know, one of those things that has worked out extremely well. I think it's a good opportunity. And, and the overhead is just is, is a lot less. Now, you, the, your rent, might, you might look at rent and go, wow, that's, that's kind of a high rent because of where we're at. But ours is connected to not just the, the, medical, or the, you know, the medical facility. It's connected to the YMCA here, which is one of the, honestly one of the main gyms in the area and everybody goes, everyone knows where it's at. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the visibility, although it's, it's not like I have a giant sign out front of the, of the medical center that says Preble County chiropractic, but everyone knows where the medical center is in this area because that's where they go to the doctor. And, uh, and, and it's been awesome. That's great. You know, yeah, the rent thing. I remember when I, this was 2010, uh, the orthopedic group wanted $3,200, which I was like, holy cow, that was a lot. Um, I think I was paying 1500 before that. But then as I, I talked to some people and it was a really nice office and it had all the furnishings, right? So I could go in, I was like a pod doc. I didn't have to buy seats for the waiting room and all that type of stuff. They had everything there. It included all the power bill and phone bill and all those types of things that you forget about. And then there was also the referrals I was getting, you know, like I, I didn't have to, I didn't want to count on it, but I kind of knew I'd get some referrals and it was amazing. Um, I would pay that $3,200 all day long. <laughs> just for the, re- yeah, just for the referrals. Yeah, and that's for- it because mine, mine includes the same thing. I mean, with it, it's the space, it's the common area for the waiting room is all, you know, that's all taken care of. It's the, the, the phone system because it comes through a switchboard and everything. It's for the whole area. Yep. It, it includes the, you know, like you said, the electric bill, everything. And then also, you know, one benefit, uh, I'm not the most handy guy when it comes to fixing things. If something goes wrong, I call the, the maintenance guy and they come down and they fix it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's great. And the other thing, I remember this particular group had a full digital x-ray with the x-ray tech and they let me use the x-ray tech and the x-ray room i just had to pay i think it was like 25 bucks each time and i don't take a ton of x-rays but it was really nice having that and they could do all the body parts and everything it was pretty pretty cool i kind of wish i still (laughs) had that uh but you know there's just i guess the point is is you can get creative these types of situations can really jumpstart you and can lead to lasting uh relationships and referral relationships Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm fortunate too. Like you said, with the, uh, with the radiology, all I got to do is sign a script. I send them down the hallway 
and someone does the, you know, obviously does any of the x-rays and everything that I don't, obviously I don't pay for, but the hospital system's making money off of it. Yep. But I also get a radiology read, <laughs> which I'm always, I'm always all for. I love looking at my own films that I take, mm-hmm. but uh, those guys sit in a dark room all day uh, and read those for a reason. They can mm-hmm. find, they can pick out the bad stuff and then I can look at it as a chiropractor. Yeah. And you just sit in a dark room for other reasons. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, I really appreciate your time today. This was fun. And, and hopefully we'll um, get back to live events after this pandemic and we'll run into the, each other at the same MPI uh, seminar someday. Absolutely. I look forward to it. And I appreciate you having me on. Definitely. And we'll talk soon. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.